0: Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Derek Brandeo, Jennifer Rolnick, Hanya, Alakawi, and Sammy McKee. Hot start. Hot start. Nailed and it. And it's Friday already. Yeah. That is an incredible fast week.
1: Yeah. It's hockey. It's exciting things. Time flies when you're having good hockey, is the expression. And game three. Oh, yeah. That's tonight, isn't it?
0: See, I've been with you for like the last, I'd say, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And now I'm noticing you got a haircut. <laughs> you
1: know, <what's> funny is, <laughs> I said to Sam yesterday, I was like, something happened. I was like, the first time I looked at you yesterday was when the show started. <laughs> we were together for like two hours. And I was like, oh, yes, I almost wore that same shirt today, too. I almost had a complete look. And the reason why you didn't is because of the haircut. haircut. (laughs) I had hairs all over it. We would have, we almost double dipped. Really tight on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I go to like a a cool place with cool people. Yes. And so I just let them, I don't know, do their thing. Yeah. I don't ask questions.
0: Just wake me up when it's over. Yeah, more or less. Nice. Nice.
2: I'm actually going to a wedding tomorrow night and I wanted to get a haircut. And I went to, like, my barber thing, and it just said unavailable for, like, weeks. Oh, yeah. And he has no <laughs> social media. I don't have his number. So, like, he could be, I don't know where he went, but I'm, I'm screwed now. I don't know. I'm a free
0: agent, That I was guess. in the height of the pandemic, though. That was like, yeah. like a, you couldn't get a haircut. I know. Ali like cut it. my hair once. Did she? Yes. Yeah, With, real... like, a flomo mo or whatever you call it. <laughs> the vacuum cleaner. Did she run the vacuum? Pl- Flo-B. What did I say?
1: <laughs> flomo. mo I was
0: close. close <laughs>
1: that's what you get when you're supposed to be going out with people, or, and you don't, and you get FOMO. That's well, not right. FOMO, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: I got uh, yeah. guys. It's a critical game three. You know how I know that? It's it's written in my lineup. Oh, sounds critical then. So crucial, actually. Oh, is it? Cru- oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a second. You need the specs at the Hold end on. of the. Ever since we've been on YouTube, Kipper doesn't wear the
1: specs. <laughs>
0: crucial. It is crucial. It is is it crucial? Yes. If so, why? It's only, It's 1-1. One, one. It's just a... I, it's crucial for me as a fan.
1: <laughs> I was telling Sam before the, the show, my dad, been through many playoff series, always said that game four was the most pivotal game. Obviously, you know, game seven would be if you ever got that far, but, you know, game one, you're still in the series if you lose it. You know. Oh, I, how can you
0: disagree with that? It's 2-1. You, you only have three scenarios you're up 3 nothing you're up
1: 2-1 or you're down yeah 2-1 that swing from 2-1 to 3-1 2-2 two two is massive so uh, crucial is an adjective in the lineup already it's the playoffs what's it, what's going to happen
2: when it gets big i just the re- the reason i call it crucial from a fan's perspective maybe they're not thinking this way but the feeling of how i'm feeling going into sunday night if they're down 2-1 versus if they're up 2-1 is a the chasm between those two feelings
0: is the grand canyon <laughs> well <laughs> Then you're in the ballpark of must-win. Yes. I, no, not
1: ballpark. You no. can't go down 3-1. Yeah, yeah you go you down 3-1 at Tampa. Yeah. Good really? Oh, yeah. S- with, that goaltend, yeah.
0: with the goaltending. Didn't yeah. we say
1: that about uh, Montreal? Oh, yeah. I definitely said that. Come on. But so did Toronto the then, too. NHL playoffs. Yeah. Do you think Tampa would look by Toronto like Toronto looked by Montreal? Maybe.
2: Yeah, that's, I guess, the only hope. But no, I, I, I'm actually very excited and not nervous about this game tonight. So I don't know what that means, but
0: I feel like it's going to be a hell of a game. I agree with you, but I was taken a little bit back in the significant lineup change yeah. by Sheldon Keefe. That is your storyline coming in for the Toronto Maple Leafs. No questions asked. Not even, not even lineup change. Philosophy change. That's well said. Well, and that really hits the nail in terms of what our theme has been the last week. And even before we went into game one and the follow up of the comment to the violent comment, and then the thought that you're going to beef up with Clifford and Simmons, that was, I thought, a a new philosophy for them based on what I saw over 82 games. See, and I'm not necessarily, I never, my intention was never to tell you that it was right or wrong, but just to acknowledge why, like
1: the significant change from a team mm -hmm. philosophy all season long. See, that's where I differ from you. I don't think it was a change in philosophy so much as it was a strategy in the early games in game one and two. I think they had real concern about just getting physically run out of the building. And you know how they say in the series that that physicality builds late in the series. If you're getting run over in games one and two, by the time you get later in the series, it's supposed to take effect. I really think they were cognizant of not getting run out of the building games one and two. The the series is finding some flow here, right? Like we have some idea about how the teams stack up, how the coaches want the matchups. I feel like now Toronto is past that part where they felt like they had to be physically present, and now they can play the game they prefer to play. That's this. You buy that,
2: Sammy, because I don't. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit concerned about going into the tonight without one of the butchers in the lineup. I I, I don't necessarily need them to play the whole game. I don't need them to be playing over 10 minutes or over even 8 minutes or over even 5 minutes. But just not having the presence of one of the guys that can maybe do some face punching or hitting or... You know, some uh, adulting out there. Yes, correct. So some punchies. I just am a little bit concerned about how this game could get squirrely and they don't have the guys to back it up.
0: Yesterday in the show, it was a foregone conclusion. Jason Spetz is coming back in. We all okay? guaranteed it. Yep. But it was. That was a lock. A Kipper and who, who, lock. Who's who's coming out? Clifford or Simmons? Mm-hmm. Not
1: both. Not we, both. We, we both had Clifford staying in when we were discussing it. Now, I am much more prone to see what they're trying to do and agree with it than I get the vibe that you are. This is why it's great when we haven't had these conversations off air. I like, I like what's going on here. My contention in, games one with, in game one with Clifford, Blackwell, Simmons as the line was that it had a clear purpose. You knew what it did and what, how you intended to use it. You knew when to put it over the boards, who you wanted to deploy it against, It made sense the way it looks right now. Engvall Blackwell and uh, Engvall Blackwell and Spezza as your fourth line have an entirely different purpose from that line. And you use them totally differently, but they have a purpose, right? It's a more skilled group, a more for checking group, a more hockey group. That's more likely to play minutes. I I get it. I see what they're going after. And I I like that. There's a purpose.
0: Do it from game one because it never really worked. And I don't buy your theory that you needed it in the first two games because you you lost Clifford in five minutes and Simmons took stupid penalties in in game two. And and now you're bailing in game three.
1: Yeah, because it hasn't worked. Stick with it when it clearly doesn't work
0: or hasn't worked. uh, uh, What chance did you ever give it to work? They, the Clifford decided that uh, you're not going to find out if it works. Yeah. Simmons decided in game two that you're not going to find out. And so you're going to reward
1: those guys. Not
0: reward, not reward, but, but I thought it's still early enough in game three at one, one to say, Hey boys, stupid one and stupid two. And how about (laughs) smart in game three for both of you? Yeah. Let's take a look. Yeah, but now you completely bail on it, which I don't necessarily like. Yeah, and now you are one-one, and the message that you're sending now to to Tampa Bay is: boys, we're gonna outskill you, we're gonna outspeed you, we're gonna do yeah. all of the, those things that we we, we talked chunk about. We think the junk is done.
1: Is the statement?
0: And if I'm Pat Maroon and Cory Perry man I'm, I'm I'm licking my chops right now. I am yeah. uh I'm the Coyote looking at the Roadrunner.
1: I think and if I'm the we, Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm looking at Pat Maroon who played 5 minutes last game and saying I'm not putting a guy in the lineup to to contend with their 5 minute guy. Yeah.
0: See, again, I'm going to disagree with you How because dare you? That's I you not allowed.
3: <laughs> see, we do not agree. I
0: can look at certain guys on the ice. Mm-hmm. And think, like, that was the best five or seven minutes you've given me. And there's other guys that could play 15 minutes. I'm like, hardly noticed them. Yep. You think
1: Maroon's given him a good five and a half minutes? I think he's
0: given him a fantastic five and a half. And I think Corey Perry's excellent at 10, 11, or 12. Yes. And that is a consistency. And if you are talking about trying to not only beat Tampa Bay, but go two, three, four rounds, there hasn't been one Stanley Cup where I look at uh, third and fourth lines and go, eh, little throwaway. Like everyone is valued. But every team. For those five or seven minutes.
1: Sure. But every team that wins two, you say that team can play it a number of ways. There's no team that's just butchered their way to the but, finals but, but not, or skilled their yeah, way to
0: the finals. But not just one way.
1: Right. And you have to
0: have. Just options. Options. I agree. But, not, but, but options that stay consistent in your lineup. Not the one that says, we're going to lose that physicality
1: option because
0: we're going to go with all skilled guys now.
1: This, to me, was much more about who should be in than who should be out. This, was, just, this was more about Spets has got to go in. He's, he's missed two games. He's a big part of the team. Cliffy got himself suspended. Simmons played at a horrible game last game. Spetz has got to go in. So unless you want to take out Blackwell for Clifford, yeah, he's know, he's getting
0: close. He's getting a lot closer, Blackwell, to to, to being that healthy scratch than he would have been a, a week guy. and a half ago, two weeks ago. And
1: not because he's played all that poorly, no, just but not
0: enough of an impact. Exactly. And I just that the the Stanley Cups that I've most recently covered, there is always that element of that fourth line or when when you're dealing with stanley cup champions now it, it's almost as if it's less a fourth line than two third lines mm-hmm. or a, a, or a
1: a third line a and a third line b i got bad news for you that's what they have right here mckay of camp Kerfoot yes. is the third line engvall blackwell Spets has got to be a three okay. and a half but but again i know it's the new
0: age i i know the skills never been better but there's always been an element at the end of the year when you when you present a Stanley Cup, that there is a a line that terrorizes you.
1: Yeah, I think St. Right? Louis's fourth line, how effective they were when they won. Do the you cup. remember that one? Oh yeah, they were bullies. You, who were they? It was uh, Sunkvist, Barbashev, Barbashev, and and um, yeah, and, and a, Steen. Yeah,
0: Steen. Remember Steen, <laughs> yeah. little skilled uh, Toronto Maple Leaf, yeah, Alex Steen. Little, yeah.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, he was great. First
0: rounder, skilled guy. Yeah. He was a mule on a fourth line. It was a good group. And that's the one thing. I feel
1: like they had a guy that came in and out. Too that's the
0: one them. thing that kind of bothers me is that you, you, you tried it in game one and game two. And you, you kind of came over to that side a little bit. And now you're just, bailing on that side.
1: Yeah. So, so I, I don't see it as a bailing as much of a just, do you think it's going to be a different game. Can, can we listen to
2: Keith talk about this? Because he makes a oh, yeah. great comment about yes. why yes. he's doing it. So I just, because he says something that I want to react off of.
4: Well, same thing. I think we're just at a point in the series where we need to get Spez involved. Uh, you know, it, and I really, as I forecasted the series and, and how things might go. Usually when you get by the first couple of games, some of the physicality and those kind of things sort of settles in because there's so much more at stake and, and um, you know, the teams know what to expect from one another. And, um, so it's a combination of us wanting to get Spez in and, then, and also just wanting here on the road get a different look on our fourth line and moving Pierre down I think will help us you know, have more ability to get to that line out there. And if you can
0: create that that look that you had in the first game with the speed mm-hmm. and Engvall can do that on the fourth line and Spezza can add some skill to that and you've got your puck possession game, you've got your cycles going, yeah, okay. yeah. But if it gets to the point where now Pat Maroon, you wake up today and you find out that there's no Simmons in the lineup, like just knowing... The way I've always felt, whether it's the regular season or the playoffs, when I know there's a guy who's just a pain in my ass, a little tougher than me, a little heavier than me, and I don't have to deal with him, then it's like, okay, I just grew an inch.
1: Yeah. And I actually, I want to make a point in your your favor here. Maroon played five and a half minutes last game only because of all the penalty minutes and fights and whatever. He he plays more than that. He played 11 minutes in, in the first game, which a YouTube commenter pointed out, so he does play. And the other thing is that when Tampa gave up a big goal in Toronto the other day, you know what line they put out next? Maroon's line. They, they like that line to play and calm things for them. So you mentioned St. Louis and I covered that series.
0: I know that there were points in that playoff run for St. Louis where Doug Armstrong told Craig Berube to take Maroon out of the lineup. Mm -hmm. And Berube said, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Nope. Maybe if you have another coach, maybe, but not me. I'm not taking him out. And I, I, I don't know what he ended up in that Dallas series for goals, but he... I think he scored the double overtime goal to send them uh, in game seven past. But if it is five and a half minutes, they're noticeable five and a half minutes. And it's more than that. But yeah. Right. Do you know what I'm saying, though? I do. I don't think like I'm not. The, the, the point those, is not that Pat Maroon is no, ineffective. That's not my argument. And, and my point is, is that it's going to be really hard for the Leafs. And maybe as early as tonight, or maybe it doesn't catch up to them. But you need Identity for 12 guys, it doesn't work with nine and then a couple of uh, throwaways in or yeah. out of the lineup. And if those guys don't come in, whatever it, whatever the case is, and it's not the fighting part, it's the energy line. It's the grind line. It's those guys that Sundquist ended up being suspended one game. Barbeshev I think got suspended one game that run in St. Louis because mm-hmm. they played so hard. Yeah. And I just don't know now what you're going to squeeze out of this line compared to what you could have with with Clifford and and Simmons. On the other hand, I get it too that if they're not going to go out there and do that type of job to perfection, mm-hmm. Then you're you're in a little bit of a, a pickle here.
2: Yeah. Uh, so there's just something that he said in that clip that yeah. kind of surprised me, is that he, you know, all the teams have kind of settled into this,
1: and it's maybe going to be le- like settles in. St- literally, all I wrote down was the word settles in. What is settling like, in? Well, I, I like, agree, he, series settling. But a bit. yeah,
2: they settle in. But you know, the Leafs go up three zip, and they send like Maroon over the boards, and he's. Effing around of there. You're up three zip, but like that guy's out there running your goalie, I just doing
1: something. Don't stuff. think you can build your lineup. I with Pat Maroon. I, I
2: agree, I agree. But there's other guys in the lineup outside of Maroon that are gritty. Like they're just yeah. up and to, up and down. I'm not that mad about this. It's the fourth line. Ultimately, it's probably not going to matter that much. But I just, it's you, still hockey. You still but, need a presence of some kind. And you need no someone
0: argument. to at least nullify that a little bit. And and Simmons, for the most part, was supposed to be that guy. You're just, you're reacting, though. Don't right? you want
1: to be the puncher Isn't that thing? Make them adjust us, that whole thing?
0: Maybe. Maybe that could have been Simmons. Yeah. We'll never know, though, in game three. You know, shouldn't it be, you know, if you're up two goals and now Simmons is again making you chase them like he did in game one? but you don't have that opportunity anymore now with this fourth line. But I think the
2: flip side of this is that now that you have that fourth line with the speed and a little bit of a different look, that maybe you can kind of, if you can stay out of the you-know-what, you actually have a chance to kind of skate them into the ground, and that's what he's thinking here, right?
1: I I imagine that a lot of the conversation is, what do you think our advantage was in game one? Well, skating. We look fast, they look slow. All Mm -hmm. right, well, what's our fourth line? You know, If we can do Engvall and Blackwell, boy. You know that's a that's a pretty fast group, but
0: you also you also got a factor is that we we did it's concluded now that it was more to what John Cooper said that it was an easy game because we for whatever reason weren't ready game one we're coming off of eight days we didn't know whether we're going home or I'm blah 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 yeah whatever. Now, did they make the necessary adjustments? Did they take away the neutral zone in game two where all that speed is generated? Yeah. Absolutely. Did your four horses on the blue line make the necessary adjustments? Absolutely. So are you just going to assume that you're going to pick up that speed again?
1: No, but I think if you found... This is what it looks like when it works for us. I think that's what you pursue a little bit more. And again, it's not about not wanting either of those guys in. I just I, like, I see what they're trying to do.
0: I, I like the, the, the skill that you can go to on a second power play with Spatza. I, yeah. I, I get all of that. But and, and listen, he had how many? I think he had,
2: he had uh, I had the stat here, he had three goals in seven games last year for the Leafs in, in montreal and he was the oh, one of three maple leafs players to have more than to have multiple goals yeah so oh,
1: i mean he's, he was very effective and
2: i just think and we go back to our conversation yesterday about the having an extra guy in there that's a playmaker and a guy that yes. can a guy that can create something yes. for you out of nothing and he is that and i think sort of in keeps favor here you're gonna have a motivated jason spencer tonight you're going to have a guy who's one of their heart and soul Rest. guys who's been around forever, really wants to prove that he belongs in there, rested. He's, I can guarantee Here's a Sam McKee guarantee. He will have some sort of impact on the hockey game tonight.
1: There is one, one way to shape this lineup that works in your favor. First off, would you have had Clifford back in or Simmons in
0: Clifford. if you had to pick one? Clifford. I, I'll go with the, the guy that won a cup and give okay. him one more benefit of the doubt. Okay. Clifford.
1: So right now the the third line's Mckeever, Kampf Kerfoot. I can't believe it's not of Kampf and Engval, which was unbelievable. They love that line. They start him in the D zone whenever they could. And if you did that, then Kerfoot could center the fourth line, and you could have Clifford there. Blackwell's out, so that's just the only. If, if Clifford's in, then then Blackwell's out.
0: I, I think you can make those adjustments in game. Yeah, I agree. I actually if, think they'll go if, to the kid if you if you. If you draw it up on paper or even run a practice, you also run the risk of Kerfoot, once again, looking, going, come on. Right? Yeah. So you want to protect well, that and too. and Kerfoot's
1: been good. He yeah. has been good. You know, so and that's the last like, guy you
0: want to piss off or, yeah. right? Just leave him alone. He's skating well. So uh, I guess we could talk
2: about who comes in on the back end now. We got, we got a lot of clips. So well, I
1: realize we, we've and been this we kidding is, this us around. We did you know. the
0: classic Toronto thing. We just spent 20 minutes on the fourth line. but
1: <laughs> hey. Well, that's where the debate I is. Know, right I know, I, right know right? I know, yeah. I know.
0: And let's give uh, JB a pat on the back because all these shows, Sheldon's been listening to him. Oh, yeah. He gets his wish. He put in a
1: text-to-key for this Hall morning. Paul sure.
0: in Lilligran out. Little applause for
1: I uh, JB. Had, had to send in a note to the coach to get the lineup uh, I wanted, but you, you got you got your wish. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I'm thrilled. McKey drop from his TikTok golf. Was video. it was it the
0: fourth goal in game two that that sealed his fate?
1: Where Lily was on the hip of the guy shooting it in the net. I think probably he actually made some comment about. Uh, some inexperienced moments and we don't pick through the video the same way the the, the staff would have. Let's listen to Keith on bringing in Justin Hall.
4: We've moved our defense around all season and we think that's important to do so. I think uh, in the first couple of games, combination of I think there's been times you know, where Lily's inexperience has showed up a little bit. It's been a lot for him to take on here and now we come on the road. We don't control the matchups the same way and of course you know, Halsey's been a really big part of our penalty killing all season. So that's all All that uh, just pointed to to us making a change.
1: We don't control the matchups there. Do you think he has some concern that they're like, all right, we're going to look to get, you know, the Kucherov group every time Lilligren's out there, take it down his side? I mean. I I think
0: it's just what you had said for a while now. They got burned by a power play. And Hull is a guy that, they've used a lot there and yeah. has had good success yeah that's it that, that's the number simple one as thing yeah. as simple as that is kucherov point headman yeah like when that thing is humming on their power play look out oh i know
1: i'm you know that's the- it
0: and and they like haul there better than Lilligren. end of story
1: and that's a lot of – it's a good problem that the Leafs have right now is like they have guys they want to get in. Sometimes you're sitting here and like, God, we'd love to get that guy out, but we got no one we can put in. A lot of this has been the inverse of that.
2: Yeah, and I think – like you guys said, it's pretty simple. I thought Lilligren was pretty good in game one, like everybody was in the Leafs, and then I didn't think he was very good at all in game two, and you have another option who kills penalties better, and you make the change. It's This is what you talk about with the defensive depth. I'm able to do
0: it. I, I I know he's not a physical guy per se, consistently but he is your biggest defenseman is he not Hall is up Hall, there. yeah he's close six four yeah like at least i hope he he gets physically engaged a little bit here because
1: yeah he only does with rub outs right he doesn't oh. do any sort of impactful contact just
0: hits somebody because <laughs> long stick that yeah. uh long stick finish yeah. the check it's yeah. it's the one thing still missing on that blue line well, oh, that's why of Labushkin's Labushkin.
1: out. Labushkin, that's why it's why Labushkin's in and, and Lulegren's right? out.
0: But there has to be a little bit more. Like, there's a snarl on three or four guys on Tampa's blue line. Yeah, who's got snarl on on that Leaf blue line?
1: Oh, you know, yeah. One Labushkin,
0: guy. Labushkin, Muzzin, One. Muzzin can too. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. how in, about when
1: you Muzzin, Geo intermittently? A mm. little bit, but again, it's it's limited there. Yeah, right. Brody zero Hall zero right it's just not there morgan's too busy getting up and down the ice yeah it's not the way they play not
0: so i hope Hall has a a little bit of that that six foot four presence
1: uh you know you're not getting a guy that he isn't so bad news (laughs) he's just that's unfortunately i i justin hall is gonna play like justin hall yeah there's not a whole lot of change that's gonna
2: happen
0: well sometimes the playoffs can
2: Maybe he maybe throw a little bit. There out of was, I'll you. say he'll throw one or two extra tonight. How's I that think sound? he had
1: a junior coach, and this is not a joke, who used to in practice make guys say "good stick." Like the you know your opponent would have, your teammate would have the puck, and when you're defending him, you gotta have your stick right on puck. Good stick, good stick, good stick, good stick. <laughs> that was like a real thing. That's him. Watch the opponent as the puck. haul stick is right by oh, the yeah. blade as close as he can at all times. Let's it-
0: remind everybody it's all bets are off Friday, which oh, means yeah. we're gonna uh, hunt down uh, Doug McLean who. Parts is, unknown. It, yeah, parts unknown. He's he's in his RV right now. Is it going north or south? What's I have no. From Florida, I, think I guess a, south would be bad. Eventually, but. it's got to <laughs> head towards <laughs> PEI. But right. we're we're gonna try to hunt him down here, and uh, no idea whether or not the uh, the reception's any good, or if if his if, if he's got his wife uh, with the rabbit ears on the. On the roof. We'll take
1: what we can get. We'll
0: take what we what can get. What a tease. You're going to want to stick around for that one one way or the other. All personality other. show today. And J.D. Bunkus. There it is. Who's got three questions for us. Is that is that the way it works? Yeah, he's got some things. Are they things. burning questions? I don't know, like I don't know if they're David necessarily. Amber's burning I, questions. I don't think they're necessarily burning,
2: but I think they're questions you about. you take offense
0: <laughs> at burning? <laughs> burning <laughs> questions. The burning questions is uh, a little overdone. Everyone who, does burning who questions. Who in the heart (laughs) how dare you yeah Yeah, we're looking forward to JD uh, in the second hour one thing that uh, I think that came out of game two was the fact that uh, secondary scoring outside of names like Matthews and Marner Mm -hmm. have crept in as somewhat of a concern would you would we be fair to say that John Tavares would, would lead that conversation
1: yeah yeah, I, I mean, I mentioned him in some of my writing. The coaches have talked about him. You and I kicked it around. Not so much that you know any major complaint. Just gonna need better than okay, right? Should we do? Should we get some? We got clips on this. Yeah, we
2: got. Well, I I want to talk about them getting Willie and Tavares back together because okay. this is something you want to go
4: to Sheldon let's first do, on let's it. Do Sheldon. All
0: right, let's go to a Kipper's Clipper here.
4: Just the way our lines shake out here, we we move some things around and coming on the road, uh, it's just luck that we wanted to get. I mean. We spent a lot of attention on the fact that they haven't been you know, together on a line, but they've, they've played together a fair bit within each game that we've played for the last couple of months, so it's not, not entirely new, and things will likely still move around.
1: I wonder if any other coach changes his lines as much in-game as Keith. Like, he says that they've played together over the past couple months in-game. If you sort for, like, the lines... They played nine different lines last game. Nine different, like, combinations... combinations. Which you know the the lightning were just played their four lines, so he does do this where we you know we're fussing about oh you know Engvall's not up or I am sorry Engvall's not up and Kerfoot is yeah he mixes it up all yeah. the time but not it,
0: there's a window where he mixes it up and then he it, to me a, a mic, uh, mixing it up would be to slide Marner down on a few occasions. oh yeah no Ooh, that's right? the sacred so you're you're only mixing it up with. Six guys.
2: Yeah.
1: No, you're mixing he's, vanilla his, with vanilla bean. An, <laughs> anecdotally,
2: he seems like he does it more in the second and then goes back to what he's more sure of in the third. If I, I, if, I if I was, if I have nothing to back that up, but from watching every Leafs game this year, it feels like that is kind of how he does it. It's like, give
1: it the period to see how it goes. Uh, try something different in the second period. And if they're chasing, he'll keep it all scrambled. And if they're back to normal, he might revert. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Is Nylander beside him? exciting him that's a great question kipper i don't know how to answer don't
1: you this. think if you had john Tavares, like full of truth serum and whatever and asked him about willie Nylander you'd get an interesting answer
2: oh he'd be, he'd be like obviously oh he's a tremendous player i'm thrilled
1: <laughs> i think he'd feel like <laughs> well, he's a, guy's tremendous a weird player, player you want to excite
0: this guy you, you put marner beside yeah. him <laughs> yeah
1: that's a big one that's a big one right uh, okay it's that important to get Tavares going? Yes. Wow. I am shocked to hear this out yes. of you. Separate one, Martin one, one Matthews. Goal, one goal. One one in the series. Five he's points He's got each. one
0: goal in what, the last 10 games? I yeah, it's know. been a, he's a bit of a drought here. Like, he can't get a sniff in the last two games. Now, granted, you want to start Nylander down there, but if there is nothing that excites me in the first 10, 12 minutes then I'm not going anywhere if I'm just relying on Matthews and Marner you're to not. score two and a half points You're not a game.
1: going anywhere with one line.
0: I agree. So what what is left? mccave has been there.
1: I just can't even believe what you're talking about. Like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews are leading the playoffs and scoring right now, five points each. Yeah. You know, they're both. How long
0: can – take a look historically on – on the consistency of any star player uh, producing one and a half, two points every game, it's just no. It's
1: not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you'd rather see Tavares well, get a little it's running early a push
0: start. It's, it's it's early enough in the series where, and I'm not nothing's written in stone here, but you've got to you got to you got to jump start John Tavares.
1: Well, I love where we're at because we have quotes on this. Why don't we? Do you want to do Keith on John Tavares first? Yeah, let's do Keith. On. Let's do Keith, and then let's do Coop
4: terms of John's game you know I, I think he's had he, had he had a couple of our best looks at the power play early in the game the other night and I expect he will continue to get those looks and, and his ability to score for us there uh, so we're happy with that he's put himself in those spots uh, five on five you know I think he everybody's always looking to produce a little bit more but it's been it's been tight checking I think both teams have experienced that here in the first two games um, my biggest thing for for John Knowles and Will, for that matter, is just to continue to focus on their defensive game and and making sure that that's tight, and the offense and chances and, and time in the offensive zone will come. Oh boy, it's interesting. It is interesting,
0: and he did everything he could to kind of deflect, build him up, that um, that he is invisible five on five. So. He focuses on the power play, the looks that he had on the power play, which are, hey, he, he's, he's always going to be around the, that, that six-foot radius. Those looks, by the way, were him
2: whacking away at uh, Vasilevsky's pads where the puck was there. <laughs> so, a, it
0: was a close look. He, he, he should always be sniffing right around that power play just based on his position.
1: Yeah. So one goal in the last 11 games. That
0: just But the five-on-five five is non-existent. No shot, like two shots in two games – Five on five, uh, uh, yeah. Five
1: on five. That sounds. I think that's right. Yeah.
0: That's for a guy. That's a one-two punch with Austin Matthews. It's just. It's not even close to being good enough. Mm-hmm. So how long do you wait? You 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 run them regardless you know of what being I do? up or down. You know what
1: I do? I give him Willie Nylander and see if that works. Just try something else yeah. before Mitch and Martin. And, right. and and Austin get separated. It's, it's such a big.
2: Move. It's almost an admission if you're Sheldon Keith, don't you think? Putting like them back together. If 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 John Cooper comes out and he sees the the projected lineup for the Toronto Maple and Leafs, Marner's, and with, and Marner's with Tavares, you're like, holy crap! Oh, boys, they're scrambling. They're they're, they're, they're going for something here. They're looking for. I feel like it's almost an admission of defeat in a way. Yeah. Like it's. You got to get them going without going to the nuclear mode here of getting Marner on his line. You
1: just can't. You can't the break up put with those two. You
2: can't break up Matthews and Marner right now. They're just too good. <laughs> yeah. they dominate every shift. It's it's it's. I know it's enticing, but it's just too good. I can't do it. All right. Well, let's get um, talk to me on Monday, maybe. If, they, <laughs> yeah, if they're yeah, down three yeah. one, we'll talk. Let's
3: <laughs> let's get John Cooper's thoughts on Tavares. First of all, <clears throat> he's a pain in the ass in the face off circle because he wins so many. Uh, so they're always starting with the puck. He is gritty in a sense. He's got that really good stick. So anywhere within six feet of the net, Tavares might get a stick on it, might make a play. Might, like he's very, very dangerous in those areas. And he, he's, a, he's a smart player. And I, I think like, you know, these questions start coming up. What about this play? What about this player? Give me one player that's been shining in the five-on-five area. You know, like nobody's really, because both teams are checking. Tavares is checking. Like uh, Stammer's checking. Cooch is checking. Point, like Matthews, everybody's checking. I mean, you look at, you know, watching Matthews go into corners in the D zone. He's pounding guys, and he's racing out, and he's blocking shots. I'm not saying these guys don't do it in 82 games, but in game 68, are guys doing that all the time? I can speak for our guys. They're not.
0: He's always got something interesting to say, doesn't he? I think
1: he's the most interesting man on earth. This guy's a stud. (laughs) No, hockey-wise, how about that? I I
2: hate to admit how much I love John Cooper because he's supposed to be the big rival against the Leafs, but I
3: love listening
2: to him talk. (laughs) Love it. Wow, he's got he's such a, a great uh, case. He's a lawyer. He's got such a – and he is, and you can tell. And he's got such great kids with the media and just really listens and, like
1: – Interesting that he pointed out that Stamkos and Kucherov, he's like, even they're checking. Like, I guess they <laughs> – What
0: a surprise, <laughs> those like, bums are yeah. checking. Yeah. Even them are – It does lend to, like, John doesn't need a, a ton to get going here. He just maybe no, yeah. needs a bounce or he just needs, uh, you know, a break or –
1: That's Mitch Marner for a shift. That's important to clarify. It's like, it's not like he got bad. No, (laughs) no.
0: (laughs) And it's not like, as John had alluded to, like there's a few in that boat. Yeah. It's just not John paddling alone here.
1: Both coaches said it's really tight checking at five on five. It's tight. And you mentioned how the neutral zone kind of got clogged down game two. It's just kind of grinding a little bit as they like get used to each other, slowing down a bit. You can feel that. So... You know, I think both coaches are happy with that. I did think it was interesting that Keith went out of his way to say, I want Tavares, like Willie, to focus on defense. Don't you got a lot of guys to do that? Isn't that everyone else's role and not those guys? With Willie, though, I see what he's
2: kind of saying with Willie. In ter- like, when he's engaged in the defensive zone, and he gets that momentum going. Wow. He's th- but it's just so... I know Kipper. Uh, no, no, no. Don't no. give me that look. He, no, no, no. I, no. Underst- I, I I get it. I mean he's great. Once he, he gets he is, under sticks he, and gets going the other way, listen, he's dynamic. He's the
0: ultimate cookie monster. When he's going, he's going. He loves right? his goals. Bats. He wants to get his looks, a shot. You know how many times like he's on the cusp of blowing the zone and getting a breakaway? It's not even close who leads like In non- almost breakaways. Oh no. no. Breakaways as well. Yeah. How many breakaways you think he's had this year? I would say probably twenty, twenty-five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like might, he is. All, and there is a fine line for these goal scorers on when to leave, when to go, when to gamble, when yeah. to cheat. They all cheat. It's just a matter of who gets burned and who doesn't.
1: Anytime the puck is rolling or bouncing, going up towards the point, and you're a winger, you're going a little fast oh, out of him and a, hoping for what that a feeling. CFA. What a feeling. <laughs>
0: Exhilarating. Yeah. But so. that's when the Leafs are at their fastest with guys like that. And- but
1: it's also when they're at their
0: most vulnerable. Yes. When
1: they're sniffing it out and on the wrong side of pucks by half an inch and all of a sudden it's going the other way and they can't get body position. I, I
2: kind of think of a, a play when uh, a guy passes to somebody with no stick like that and then it goes back in the, in the middle of the net, you know? Right. Okay, one more,
0: one more with John Cooper where we're going to sneak in and that is on the biggest thorn in their ass. Good choice. Corey
3: perry yeah it's we've you know we lost some players and we gained some players and he was he's been a hell of an ad for us um just you know if i look at what he ended up statistically at the end of this year uh i that is icing on the cake uh bringing him in for what he brings to our locker room and his pedigree and all that stuff that was as advertised but his on ice product's been you know better than i'd imagined and He's uh, it, that's just typical him, just big moments, big times. Perry's there.
0: I'm gonna nail it. I'm gonna enjoy watching him today, tonight.
3: I
1: just have in never terms once of,
2: enjoyed of watching just, Corey Perry. I will not. Oh no, <laughs> it's it's
0: like it's like a he's like a surgeon, man. He's just picking, picking, and yeah. you know where do I go now? I can beat you so many which ways as we saw in the breakaway in game two. Has anyone ever been
1: more talented and more but, willing to be just a punk? And then <laughs> Marchand
0: look yes. look like a fourth liner, then look like a second liner, and accidentally, uh, on purpose, bump into Campbell, and then wait for a Simmons or somebody else to go cross check him, and then you know look at
1: oh me, well, what did I do? How do you think you get ready to play that role? Do you just like eat garbage before the game? How do you get mentally in that? Okay, I'm going to go out there. It just comes natural uh, to him, you know? It's been he's this instinctual guy since
2: uh, playing for the Knights. Yeah. Can, w-
1: by the way, we forgot uh, St. Louis Blues, another fourth liner. The guy I was thinking of, Sammy Blay. Mm, we forgot him too.
0: Heavy. Heavy. Hits, Hits hard. Sammy Blay. Heavy. Um, Anyone close to the Leaf lineup that can uh, piss them off? Like, Corey Perry, anybody, Mikheyev.
1: Also, Tampa's above it, though. Like, they've won their Cups. I, I don't know that they would Bunting, want. Bunting, I guess, but he's Bunting. not going to
0: back it up like Perry would. Yeah, I expect Bunting to be very
2: noticeable What do you think Perry tonight? has for,
1: for fighting majors this year?
2: Two? Not many, but he will no. go. I think back to last year with Felino, he went. He's just not he wanted to go fighter. No. He not, not wanted a to
0: go good Simmons. fighter. No, no. Just,
1: but that's the thing. Is that Bunting doesn't have to be a fighter there. either to back it up. He's, as long as he's just.
0: A lot of. Sizzle sounds for Perry? Yeah,
1: a lot, a lot, a lot of fajita. A lot just of fajita. Out the fajita sizzle sounds. That that That's
0: not, not a sizzle. ton of meat. Not <laughs> a ton of meat, but you can hear like the onions
2: sizzling. Does, honestly, I think the fajita is the biggest a hole order in the restaurant. <laughs> just it's like, the whole. No, it, it's why? Like, it's like I want the attention. Uh, I want everyone to smell the know. We've them at home. No, like I can't can't I, an it's, it's a rest- lot of work for nothing. <laughs> and the rest, everyone's eyes are watering. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to quickly mention a stat before we go to because I love this one. It's about Nikita Kucherov. One of five players in NHL history to record multiple postseasons with 30 plus points. So Gretzky has six of them, which is insano. Messier, three. Kucherov, two. Lemieux, two. Curry, two. So there's another guy that you're going to have to keep an eye on tonight. Kucherov, Playoff performer, elite,
1: elite company.
2: Gretzky, wow. Messier, Kucherov, Lemieux, Curry. That's All right, crazy. Be- before we go to break, you want to mention about a giveaway? What Monday? I do want to mention this. Uh, we're giving away Leafs tickets, Game Five on Real Kipper and Born. Be sure uh, to be listening on Monday as we're giving away a pa- the pair. All you got to do is be listening for Leafs trivia question on radio, YouTube, or the Real Kipper and Born podcast. Text the correct answer to five ninety five ninety. And a lucky winner will be chosen to head down to Scotiabank Arena, which will be an absolute scene regardless of what happens this weekend. So for all the details, go to sportsnet.ca slash 590,
0: fellas. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to hunt down uh, Doug McLean and his RV, and I hope it doesn't sound like two cans and a string tied together.
1: I think think Doug's got a decent RV, if I had to guess. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think he's driving an old Winnebago. It's...
0: He's doing all right. We'll find out after the break. You're watching and listening to The Real Kippenborn. Bourne. We are live streaming on Sportsnet's YouTube channel.